the workplace, emotional intelligence can be just or more important than intellect. Stephanie Vermeulen, author of EQ, Emotional Intelligence for Everyone, joins me now in studio to discuss emotional intelligence to raise your work game. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Katleko. I appreciate it. Stephanie, how would you define emotional intelligence? The classic definition of emotional intelligence is the ability to manage yourself, which is managing your own emotional reaction, okay. so that you can gain the cooperation of other people. Right. Now, in the workplace, all the time we're looking to gain other people's cooperation, yes. and it's the how you go about it that makes all the difference. And all of those behaviors are now defined in terms of the, the, the classic definition of emotional intelligence. Now... How do people actually make sure that they start tapping into their emotional intelligence? Because a lot of the times we always want to work on our IQ, on how intelligent that we are, but does emotional intelligence play just as big a role as our IQ? Uh, two, two things are important here, that emotional intelligence started out looking at behaviors. Now, if I'm very bad-tempered, for example, or I'm a bully in the workplace, yes. I'm not going to get a cooperation from anybody. People are going to see me coming along, and they're going to go, whoa, we've got your number, and yes. they're going to run in the opposite direction. So the problem is that no matter how intelligent I am or how much I've got to offer or how brilliant my new theory might be, no one's going to even listen to it because suddenly they've gone deaf because of my behavior. Mm. So emotional intelligence is important in getting other people to hear us and so that we could potentially persuade them to go along with our plans. But one of the areas, because emotional intelligence really started in 1995 with the, the launch of Daniel Goleman's first book, and it was an, academic, an academic book written for academic psychology students, so it wasn't anticipated that it would go around the world like it has. So one of the things that people then started to pick up on emotional intelligence was it was the master skill and far more important than your actual IQ. Okay. Now, it is important because everything we do involves other people. Yes. But the problem is that if you don't have a functioning IQ or you don't have brilliant ideas today or you don't have an intellect that is stimulating or inspiring or interesting to other people, why on earth would they want you to follow, want to follow you? Where would they follow you to and what would they follow you for? Yes. So I think that, and, and now for me it's more important to talk about personal intelligence, mm -hmm. which is really a combination of your EQ plus your IQ, right. which is also the subject of my new book. Because when we're talking about both, normally our brain, our intellectual brain or our rational brain and our emotional brain are working in tandem. If I'm highly upset or very emotional or very angry or very afraid, that causes what we call emotional clouding. So even if I've got a brilliant thought, a brilliant idea, I'm unlikely to put it forward because I can't quite think straight. So the reason that we need to learn emotional intelligence, one of the big reasons, is to help us think clearly and to make well-informed and good decisions. In business, lots of people make decisions about what's going to make me look good. Right. And politically, and I'm not talking about the, the, the sort of national politics, I'm talking about the games people play, the manipulative games that people play in business. Yes. Now, business is rife with manipulative games. Yeah. And I believe that if we could just strip that out, we'd have a lot more time for people to actually really get things done because it's a big waste of time. But one of the sad truths about any commercial environment is or any environment probably where you've got more than two people is that it's good you're going to have politics played because very few people can curtail the 
their ego. So when I'm trying to put myself forward, and I'm trying to look smart, and I'm using all this jargon that nobody really understands, yes. what I'm looking like, I'm not actually not, not looking particularly smart at all. I'm looking like exactly what I am, and that's not very flattering terminology. Sure. So your emotional intelligence can assist in heightening your IQ. It can allow your IQ to operate freely. Right. Because while you're busy with emotional issues, whether they are ego issues, trying to look good, or whether they are real uh, emotional issues like anger or fear, mm. then we're not thinking straight and we're not making good decisions either. So if we've got a, a healthy level of emotional intelligence, it can free up our intellect and it can then free up our discussion so we're not doing point scoring, we're actually trying to solve a problem here mm. or we're trying to innovate, we're trying to create something new, all of which will be completely and utterly confounded by all this emotional issue that's going down. Sure. Steph, we can measure IQ. Can yes. you measure emotional intelligence as well? You can. I'm not sure there's much point in doing so. I'm not even <laughs> sure there's much point in measuring yeah, IQ, IQ, to be honest. Well. <laughs> we now know from science there's so much new science to do with the brain and behavior and our emotions and our intellect and how our intellect is actually established and developed that we now know that IQ tests have been around for so long. They've literally been around since the 1940s. We've all done them at school. We've all possibly learned, or our parents learned, that you know your child score, your score is X, which means yes. you are mildly doff or you're quite smart <laughs> or you're a genius or whatever you might be. <laughs> but IQ itself can be developed by at least 20 points. Now, that can take you from a very average intelligence to a bright person once you've learned to actually develop your IQ sufficiently. So IQ itself, we're not really entirely sure what IQ measures, right. but it's taken as an absolute and it's taken as a measure, this is your capacity. It's only taken as a number based on what has been tested. Mm. So it's also, there was a lot of controversy around IQ tests because they weren't culturally fair. That yes. if you learned the English language and you could respond to questions in English, then you'd get a, higher, you'd score. Get a higher score. So IQ tests are, are simply just an indication. Mm. as are EQ tests. Now, right. you can get a score out of some of the EQ tests. There's different forms of EQ tests that are used in different applications, some of which will produce a score, so now you can go, well, that's my score. Well, so what? What does it tell you? The only point that EQ becomes relevant mm. is when it, it is a skill or a set of skills that actually help me to achieve whatever it is that I want. And I'm not talking about selfishly or to the cost or expense of anybody else. I'm literally talking about what difference am I able to make here. Mm -hmm. And when I'm able to do that, good leaders, for example, I'm not a, a, a big proponent of leadership. I think leadership can be deeply manipulative. So can, even you could use EQ, you can use anything to be deeply manipulative. <laughs> but we all know when we're manipulating. Yes, we do. And we all usually know when other people are manipulating us. us. Yes. So you can use any of these things to, to further those sorts of agendas, or you can use them to actually do something that does good. Now, most business today is in the business of of actually producing something that makes a difference. If true. it's not in that business or it's not going to be in that business, it probably won't last very long. So the whole idea of capitalism and what capitalism stands for and social capitalism and capitalism with a social conscious and all of that mm. requires a high or healthy level of emotional intelligence to look at what's really important here. What are we trying to achieve? Yeah. As well as having an, an intellect that is kept up with this disruptive revolution because we're not, it's not something we 
talking about it will be in our children's time or our grandchildren. It's, we're living in it now. right now. Yeah. And if you can keep mentally agile, it doesn't really matter how old you, you can even be as old as I am and you can understand what is going on in terms of this disruptive revolution mm. that is changing the nature of how we do everything. Sure. And that's what's making life so exciting. Steph, I'm left with two minutes. I really want to know how do I harness my emotional intelligence? Is it in your book, Personal Intelligence, where EQ plus IQ is what actually matters? Yes. Are there things that I can do that yes. can really assist in me yes. improving my emotional intelligence? One of the things that I'm very keen on all, in all the work that I do, whether I'm running seminars, doing keynote speeches, or even writing books, is to make it as practical as possible. So the book has lots of exercises in, but quite importantly, at the back of the book, yes. you've got an emotional dictionary so that we can understand the messages that are coming from our emotions. Ah. So our emotions are speaking to us all the time, and contrary to what we've learned, we've learned to trust our intellect when in fact we should be trusting our feelings or our emotions. When we're angry, it's a very clear signal that I'm not getting my own way. Yes. So what am I going to do about it? If I keep on going and beating you over the head with the same argument, it's not going to be just going to get back into the same again. Right. So if I go away and go, okay, well, I'm not being heard, so what buttons in you can I push? If I know you well enough, I'll know you've got good buttons and you've got bad, bad buttons. buttons. Yes. If I push these buttons and not uh, being, you know, the, the sucking up to you or anything like that, just what interests you? How do I communicate this in a way that you can hear me? And when we can communicate, learn to communicate according to our emotional feedback, then we can actually be heard, which is one of the biggest frustrations that people yes. have. Yes. So everything is very practical in terms of tools that you can use to manage yourself so that you don't just lose your temper and, and then feel the victim, nobody hears me, and, and all of that, because that, again, is just manipulation. Yes. It's about what do I need to do. I need to change possibly my wording. I need to change that I'm not hearing what your priorities are. And one of the big things with emotional intelligence is we don't use these enough. No, we don't. So <laughs> we like to do what I like to do is talk a lot <laughs> and, 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 and often, but we don't hear one another often enough. As soon as you start listening to people, all the time in conversation, we're telling one another, I like this, these are my good buttons, mm -hmm. I don't I like, like it this. when this happens. So if you then come along, no matter who you are, how senior you are in the company, and you keep pushing these buttons, I can look like I'm going to go along with you, but I'm actually behind the scenes, mm -hmm. I'm actually not cooperating at all. Often I'm playing some kind of passive resistance game. Yes. Oh, sorry, yes. I did, no, I didn't, that's not what I heard. Mm -hmm. and that's what makes things so frustrating. Mm -hmm. So if we listen to, if we just start with, am I happy, am I unhappy? If I'm unhappy, it's not you that's making me unhappy or it's anyone else. There's something in me in. that I need to change. So it's about taking full responsibility for oneself. Steph, thank you so much. It's such a lovely and a pleasure having you in studio today. I've learned a lot. Thank you. And Patricia. I hope that people will go out and get your book out in stores. Where can we find it? It's available in all leading bookstores as well as on Amazon, and there's a Kindle version as well. Or lovely. two. Steph, thank you so much for joining us. It's thank been a pleasure. Thank you. And that was Stephanie Vermeulen, author of EQ Emotional Intelligence for Everyone. <laughs>